Over 30 years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. And a beautiful Arizona Saturday morning to you. It's Rosie on the House, your Saturday morning tradition since 1988. This is the 10 o'clock hour, our open home hour. To you, the Arizona homeowner, anything you want to talk about your home, castle, or cabin, you join the conversation by dialing in at one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Text questions can be sent to 411923. Or you can email us at info at rosieonthehouse.com if you need to snap a picture for a little product or project identification to help describe what it is you're working on. You can send images there. If you're following along in our home maintenance calendar, can you believe we're about to end October? Next Saturday, we'll be into November. Our partners this month, Pell is offering $500 off any of their Pella window qualifying projects. And Durafoam and Connecticut are in there as well. You can get our free home maintenance calendar. It's it's physical. It's a print calendar you can hang up in your home just by letting us know the address you would like us mail it to. We do have 2022 calendars in-house at the office. We'll be mailing them out. I think we decided mid-November we would mail them out. Okay. Um, we were going to push it to December, but I think Gary had a reason to send them in November. Was it you that presented the idea? About the earlier the better, so they'd have it for the new year. So, and oh, you know what? It was so people that physically use the calendars and are already planning dates into January and February and March could start. Okay, start their yeah, 2022 early, planning. Early to remodel, early to rise, or something like that. So, if you've received a calendar from us in the past, you would have had to request it, and we don't share that information, that address, and we'll send you one every year until you ask us not to. Uh, just let us know the email, uh, email us the address you would like us to physically send that to. The office this week, you can tell people are getting ready for the holidays. The number of handyman referrals we gave out for very random things like gate and fence repair, uh, concrete curbing, uh, light bulb. Re- uh, and, and I know light bulbs seem like a, a funny thing, but you know, some of these vaulted ceilings that are 12, 14 feet up, some people don't even have ladders internally to do that. Plus, you've got all the furniture to worry about uh, getting around. And ladders are, ladder fall-offs are the number one leading cause of homeowners going to the emergency room. So a lot of people do, especially the um, elderly people, do opt to have that done, get all the lighting up to date before guests come in. Our second most popular YouTube video passed 145,000 views this month. It's Rosie's three-minute tip on securing double French doors. And this could even be, um, we're, we're going to have to recut this one pretty soon. Why is that? Our e-store, as one of the things we do to be every Arizona homeowner's best friends, we find, practice, test uh, products for homeownership that we feel have a value to it and then bring that to, uh, to you through our e-commerce store. Uh, if it's something that has passed our test, majority American-made products we have started into some electronics and, you know, components and chips just aren't made in the U.S. So, you know, we, we, we can't do anything about that. <laughs> They're not being made fast enough, generally speaking. <laughs> the chip shortage is still happening, folks. Uh, but one of the ones we're looking at is a company out of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. 
out of Nashville, and it's called Armor Concepts. And it's all these very simple, very sturdy, very durable uh, security features you can physically add to your uh, French doors, sliding doors. You know, each one's different depending on how your door opens. But these are, I mean, the one for the double French doors, Mm -hmm. it's a metal plate that you anchor to the ground with three screws. And then you've got another plate that slides in it. And it's it's thin, so it's not a trip hazard. And it, at night, you just slide this metal bracket behind, and you cannot push those doors open. Wow. That's so cool. it's even easier than the advice we had provided in that video um, that passed 145,000 views. So when, once we get that completely approved and here's what we're waiting for Mm. we're waiting for one of our clients uh you know a home that we're going to be doing remodeling for whose doors are going to be replaced a lot of times if they're still in good working order and they're just updating uh we'll we'll give them to the habitat restore but in this case for our true test we are going to install this and then beat the heck out of that door and see if we can't (laughs) come in and film it so we can actually say, yes, we've tested this, but uh, we got to find a door we can beat up first. <laughs> so are we going to have Rosie dressed as a criminal going, I'll be the criminal, Ro- Romy will install it, and then we'll take it from there. That's our perfect test. I don't know. No. Which which one of us would look better with a black bandana across her eyes, <laughs> me or Rosie? <laughs> so it, would that be a do-it-yourself project? Could oh, a yeah. homeowner put it in oh, very easily? Super easy. Wow. Um, if it's going into a concrete slab, which most of them will, I think the only other thing you'd probably have have to do is um, probably do a little pre-drilling. They do make concrete screws, mm-hmm. um, but I, I think I would still pre-drill a small hole and then set the concrete screw in it. And if you really want to get crazy, you could tip it with epoxy and sink that in there. And, oh, yeah. Now you're talking. But then you could mm-hmm. never get it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, it's it's what you want to you, – well, you, could, you would have to cut it out, but – other security products we're looking at is uh, Lorex has been making security products for 30 years. And this is one where we're going to come in with a lot of international materials because it's uh, lights, cameras, infrared cameras. And they have a lot of new products uh, to deter your what you call your porch pirates that mm-hmm. come and steal delivery packages or, you know, have teams that follow the mail truck around the delivery truck and you know, are, are picking up products. Yeah. I still think, uh, you know, I, I don't know what the monitoring is going to do. It's still got to have, uh, I, and I really think in the future we're going to see homes and then there's already doors you can buy to retrofit, but homes are actually going to be designed with delivery rooms where, well, you came up with that concept, I guess about a couple of years ago where you simply put it in, in a door. It's, you can't see it. And the only way to pick it up is from the inside. Right. 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 Okay. And I think technology will advance to the point where the delivery guy making the delivery, hmm. it'll unlock when he gets on site, whether it's uh, identified by his vehicle or his cell phone or some GPS tracking. Mm-hmm. You put it in there, and they're even going to be refrigerated. So you could put, you know, you order your turducken for Thanksgiving or oh, some now crab you're talking. salad, you know. <laughs> I'm going to call a bears in uh, Maurice, Louisiana right now. <laughs> and you won't have to <laughs> worry about. You know, getting home and, and meat spoiling. I've had that happen once where we ordered meat. We had a farm, right. uh, one of our farm fresh broadcasts. We had a grass raised beef uh, yeah. expert in. Yum. 
I ordered it while we were talking, and we left five days later for Las Vegas for a rodeo, <laughs> and we got back a week after that, and this was in December, and there was still like a colony of flies just swarming us. <laughs> like, well, well, somebody I, had a good meal. <laughs> I, well, at least that kept anybody from our front porch. No one wanted to walk up <laughs> to that. <laughs> That's a great security feature. Expensive, but... <laughs> uh, my favorite item we're considering, and I don't know if this is ever going to make it because it's way out of our general price point. I mean, most of our items are below 50 bucks. This one's like 600 bucks oh. plus accessories, but it's super cool. It is called the Tailgate 2, and it's a portable gas fireplace for tailgating or camping or whatever the case may be that has speakers built into it and it will sync your music with your flame and then it also has accessories so you can put a cast iron cooking grill on top of it and then you hook it up to your standard five gallon propane tank Mm -hmm. and just switch that out every time it's low again kind of high for our price points but like when our promotion team is out at a fall festival or something like that, put that up, and it's a you know everyone loves to sit around fire. I think if if it's out on physical display, we would uh, catch a few attention. I'm waiting for maybe a chimney version of that <laughs> for the winter time in Arizona. So it's super cool, and our Let's new go. website listeners will be able to log on to RosieOnTheHouse.com and create an account. One of the features on there is you can select to be a product influencer. So when we have the next Great. wave of five products that we're looking at, you know, you'll get an email. Here's what we're considering for our e-store. You know, do you like it? Do you not like it? Would you buy it? Um, you know, this is the MSRP. What What is your value? No, I don't like it. I wouldn't use it. Here's what I use instead. So instead of just adding products we think you'll like, you'll actually get to participate and be part of our growing e-store. And speaking of being out on events, I need to make sure we mention it is Saba Home Show this weekend in Tucson. Yes. The home show of home shows for Southern Arizona. They have it twice a year. Generally, it is the first weekend of October, but it's the last weekend of October this year. Uh, so that's going on today. We gave a lot of tickets away the last couple of weeks. Uh, if Also, if you're looking for something entertaining, the 50th annual London B- Bridge Parade today oh, yeah. is happening oh, in Lake Havasu. Cool. Far west side of the state, on the river, takes a while to get to, neat little town. Um, it should be cooler. I mean, it's, it won't be uh, triple digits, that's for sure, along the, uh, no, along the river. No, and you'll actually yeah. get to see uh, the skin of the old London Bridge uh, that was disassembled and reassembled at Lake Havasu. And then something really cool, if you're a Yellowstone fan, Kevin Costner and his band Modern West are playing next Sunday at Schnepp Farms in Queen Creek, promoting the debut of whatever season of Yellowstone this is, Mm -hmm. third or fourth, I'm not sure. And a great band, too. I've heard them uh, a few years ago. Surprisingly, yes. surprisingly yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, those, all those you can find at rosieonthehouse.com in the events tab. And then uh, if you're looking, if you're for a spooky experience this weekend, <laughs> uh, Tombstone, Flagstaff, and Jerome all do haunted city tours. You can look those up. Tombstone, obviously, southern Arizona. And you know what that's famous for. Jerome's an old mining town north of... Uh, South south of Camp Verde. And south well, of Sedona. No, 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 no. Yeah. North and west of Camp Verde. You mm-hmm. know, when you get into Camp Verde, you can either go 
260, the General Cook Trail to Payson, or you can go up to Jerome Clarkdale, Sedona. And have a haunted hamburger while you're at it. Fits the theme very well. Best cheeseburger in the state. We're going now to Phil in Tucson. Welcome, Phil. Uh, hello, Rosie. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. I have I have a, a masonry house, and a portion of it is smooth stucco over the masonry. I'm curious about the difference between ceramic paint compared compared to regular paint for painting that surface. Well, that's a that's a great question. And Phil, masonry home stucco painted very smooth stucco uh-huh uh-huh listen there there is a place for elastomeric paint but i'm willing to stake my reputation on it it's not your stucco walls Here's my reasoning. If, if, um, have you lived your whole life in Tucson, Phil? No, I haven't. Where are you from? Uh, first 30 years in California, second 30 years in Alaska. Okay, okay, that's all I uh, need to know. Okay, in Alaska, cold, it hasn't started snowing yet, but it's that cold Alaska rain. And you've got your jacket on and your hood on. Have you ever had a tear in the back of that jacket where the rain just barely creeped in and got on the back of your neck? We'll pretend yes. Not a tear, but it <laughs> runs down the back of your neck okay. anyway. All right. Okay. If I put a raincoat on my house, which is elastomeric paint, and it develops the least little bit of crack the moisture is going to get in behind it. And as long as they're willing to try and guarantee it, I will guarantee in that amount of time, it's going to crack. It's going to crack where it joins dissimilar material. It's going to crack at outside corners. It's going to crack where it wasn't put on to manufacture specifications of four mil, which is as thick as a credit card. Okay. Once you've got that raincoat on and you have a loss of integrity anywhere the size of a pinhole and moisture starts getting in behind it, you, my friend, have a problem. Masonry home, smooth stucco, that, that product, that application is screaming for a 100% acrylic exterior paint. It lets your house breathe. You'll get seven to 10 to 12 years out of it, depending on the color you select and the quality of paint you apply. And it is gonna cost about one fourth as much money. So for my money, exterior acrylic paint is the right product 
to use. And those are just a few of my reasons. Does it make sense? Yes, it does, because I get that leak somewhere in it, and I get those bags of water that start eating the uh, eating the stucco. Yeah, and you and and when it's locked the moisture inside the stucco, you know where it's going, right? Oh, absolutely, it's going inside your insulation and your wall cavity and your two by four or two by six studs and your drywall and your baseboard, and it's just. It's just living in there. So um, I have a lot of people in the industry trying to change my mind on this. Uh, and the only answer I can give them is check with me again in 12 years. And let me, look, let me take a look at it. And we'll go from there. Because we, we made Rosie Romero made a lot of money painting homes in Desert Highlands and uh, Desert Mountain with elastomeric paint back in the 80s and the 90s. And I'm sorry to say we made a lot of money tearing all of that off and repainting it all in acrylic exterior paint. Call me old-fashioned. But that's where I stand right now. I'm a firm believer. You know, we've got a paint company that will give you a 10-year guarantee with exterior acrylic paint. Now, it's it's a top-of-the-line Sherwood-Williams yes, paint. It is. You yes, can't, it is. You can't go buy right. your generic paint. That's right. That's right. You have to have them do it with their brand of paint. That's correct. That's 10 years. A lot of the elastomeric guys will guarantee it 25 years. But they cost four to five times as much money. Do the math and measure your risks. I'll let it rest at that, okay? And a lot of that ceramic coating, you know, that was actually designed for waterproofing on dams and lighthouses. You know, it's, it's not the application in residential. You know, these are structures that... Um, people aren't living in these are structures <laughs> the moisture is it's consistently the same you know it, it's it's a completely different application they, they it has its use it's just right now for residential it, home application it's it's way too costly and, and not a what we not not a great investment for your home Tune into Rosie on the house. This is segment number three, where we usually have our weekly to-do, one item designed to help you, the Arizona homeowner, stay on top of regular maintenance of our single biggest asset for most of us, our home, castle, or cabin. And you can text, like a lot of people do, 411923, email info at But uh, continuing kind of a little bit on the theme of painting from our last caller last segment, uh, our weekly to-do, the hashtag is cabinet condition, checking the condition of your cabinet. There's a lot of things we can do to clean up the presence of our cabinets before the holidays. And you don't realize it, um, but once you clean one, you realize just how dirty the, the hardware 
and the wood can be from our the oils in our hand you know even if you're really good, you're cooking and your hands are messy and you're able to use the side of your pinky or your elbow to open up a cabinet knob or, you know, get your spice or uh, a different cooking stirring utensil, the oils from our hand without any food on it build up over time. And as soon as you do one, you'll notice it. And of course, the more uh, we use that cabinet knob or, or open that one, it's going to be dirtier than another one that's not you know the closer to the sink and the stove so you once know. you do one cabinet you look at the others and go you're gonna be doing uh, them all <laughs> let's, let's let's take care of all of them one way or the other but some great and there's some great do-it-yourself ideas in this week's article and whether it's a paint grade door or your cabinets are stained and you can see the natural wood you know it'll depend on uh, the processes you go through that we talked through, um, the knob hardware, is it time to update your hardware? That's a pretty easy do-it-yourself project and can make a big difference in your home if you've got hinges already. You know, this is a big one as cabinets where you know, those it, – it surprises me we don't fix more cabinet hinges. Mm-hmm. The amount of times they open and close, and especially if you've got kids, they can shut. Yeah. And, and I'll give you another suggestion. When I had my cabinets put in a uh, long, long time ago, uh, the contractor said, hey, would you like some extra hinges? And I said, no, no, these are f-. – and then I stopped for a second and said, well, what do you got? And he gave me a whole box of hinges, and I've already replaced eight of them so far. I've got a few others. I may just go ahead and replace them all. <laughs> over the years, open, close, open, close. Open, close. Yeah. <clears throat> if you've got screws that ripped out, real easy way to fix that, just get um, toothpicks. And some really good w- wood glue from your hardware store, specifically wood glue. Mm. Put a little dab on the toothpick, stick it in. You need another one, jam another one in. However many toothpicks it takes to fill up that hole, when it dries, cut it off, and then reset your screw onto it, and that'll buy you, you know, maybe another couple years before you have to do it again. But great way to clean up. Uh, those, if you've got rollers that are busted, uh, those are easy. A lot of a lot of the sliding ones, the hardware on the back is a plastic attachment. Those get brittle and break uh, over time. Replace that with metal ones. There are great hardware stores you can go to to get most of these at. And then uh, one of a, a great concept is shelves that slide here in the. Uh, Valley area there. They've got a great woodworking shop uh, in Anthem off of 17, mm-hmm. and they will come in and put rolling, roll out shells, if, and the amount of functionality you get from that is incredible. So those are your cabinet condition. Get them cleaned up before the holidays and uh, do any repairs that are needed. If you follow along uh, with that on the radio, side of things well if you're physically doing it you can follow along digitally with our app it's uh, the rosie on the house home zada app that we've licensed for the state of arizona you go in you create a profile for your home and then each one of these weekly to do's you can complete them or schedule them for another time or schedule them for someone else to do whether it's a different member of your home or a professional contracting service um the inventory part of it where you can inventory your home that's free but the premium that unlocks the maintenance project management if you're adding a pool doing a landscape kitchen remodel you can manage your product projects there it'll help you do predictive financing if it you tell it you know i've got a 20 year old roof and it's got a 30-year warranty 
it'll give you graphs to help you plan and budget for these last 10 years to that point of expected time to replace that roof. So it helps people see the coming expenses for their home instead of just getting slammed with it, whether it's a roof leak or your air conditioning uh, is smoking and the compressor shot, <laughs> whatever the case may be. And it doesn't share your information. We made very sure that this wasn't anything that um, was on any major uh, tech server or yeah, no, like yeah, uh, our cloud. Yeah. That would uh, shut so down so. parlor or right. something like that. Um, this is, this is its own secure server from, and it's a husband and wife that developed it out of, uh, out of Sacramento. And, uh, so you just go to rosianhouse.com slash app, you get a promo code. It's only 60 bucks a year, but if you use Rosie, I think it's just Rosie it might be Rosie. But there's, it, it's a 15% that'll drop it down to 50 bucks a year for you. It's a good cool. deal, too. And if you have a file cabinet full of uh, papers and everything, you think that's the great way to maintain it, you're going to love the app. Oh, it all yeah. goes digital, yeah. mm-hmm. and you can print off PDFs and save them on a hard copy, and the, the whole file cabinet goes away. It's, it, I, I really feel it's going to change the lending process over a bit long enough period of time because it's going to change the home inspection process yeah, if you've exactly. got this mm-hmm. huge detailed uh list of everything that's happened in your home who did it when it was done how long the warranties are the condition of the pipes and you know you could put thousands of photos in there it's easier to do with your phone because if you have a camera then you got to take the camera move the pictures to the computer and then put the computer with that process well and this let's say you're taking pictures of the ki- the bathroom sink you just go to that bathroom open the camera on your phone take as many pictures as you want save done move on mm-hmm. and yeah. and the photo option is really good think about this uh, for insurance purposes let's say you have a fire if you have a complete picture or pictures of the entire room you could show them what it looked like previously and uh, you know if you have some storm damage same thing there too it's a really, really terrific feature. You should no. uh, look into it for sure. No, I, I was heartbroken when I saw it because it's exactly what we were designing. And then when I found out um, we could just license it and save us the cost of having to go find the development team to put it together and keep it current, it was it was a win-win for yeah, us. Yeah, big time. <laughs> and what's really nice is each user can have up to three properties. So you could put your parents' home on there if they're trying to help them age in place to help keep them up to date. Very good. Very good idea. What's going on there. Game and Fish, if you're out trick-or-treating this weekend, uh, has posted a warning about pumpkins attracting wildlife, coyotes, javelinas, bear, and deer. Most of us don't have to worry about uh, the deer and bear, but javelinas and coyotes do live uh, in the cities, amazingly enough. And uh, they suggest keep it at least four to six feet off the ground. And move them in after dark. And I didn't know this, but Maricopa, Pinal, and Pima counties um, have laws that, uh, you know, you can get fined up to $300 for feeding wildlife. Oh. I, don't, I don't think anybody would come along and say, that pumpkin you have out for decoration is feeding wildlife. <laughs> but just for future reference, if you're, you know, there's a lot of places you can go buy bird blocks or salt licks right. to attract wildlife. But I tell you, in uh, at least North Scottsdale between... Uh, you know, say the 101 and up to Cave Creek and Carefree. One animal, one of the wild animals that really love pumpkins, and I've seen pictures of it, Havelina will tear those up. 
And they love them too. So it's their version of pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> Even javelinas like the like Who the homemade like pumpkin pie. There you go. <laughs> and another creepy crawler you might see, you know, the scorpion's pretty popular with Arizona in the desert, but the tarantulas are on the move. The Oklahoma or Texas brown tarantula can live up to 12 years on the males, 30 years on the females, and they're about six inches. They're hairy. Uh, they're brown bodies, orange-tinted hairs on their abdomens. Mm-hmm. They are, in my opinion, a creepier-looking animal than the scorpion. And my first few weeks here, I was up around Bartlett Lake, and I saw, I've never seen a tarantula as big as my hand from, you know, front feet to the back palm. And I go, hmm, I wonder if I could have a a new friend, maybe take him home and feed. (laughs) He wanted nothing of it. I mean, he just reared back. I tried to pick him up with a piece of cardboard, and I said, ah, go go away, my friend. And I I did that because my nephew had a pet tarantula. He had two of them. And uh, he loved them. He loved – they would go cut the yard. They'd pick up the crickets. And th- this tarantula was well kept. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to go back in the wild. <laughs> uh, they can bite but don't uh, cause any, uh, any real damage unless you have an l- allergic reaction. Uh, pretty hard to get stung by one. I think I'd just stay away. Yeah, yeah. Just enjoy the look. And you don't need to kill them. They're not they're – not Oh, no, no. You don't want to hurt them. Not at all. But they, they – I, I think they're the, the – if, if you had to pick an animal for Halloween for your state, I, I don't know that I've seen anything that would beat the triantula. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Up close uh, with the, the fangs and everything. Yeah. Ugh, spiders are nasty. Makes a good Halloween costume, though, for the creatives out there. <laughs> good news for APS customers potentially on peak hours, maybe going back to 4 to 7 based on new rate plans. Currently, it's 3 to 8, so that would give you two more hours to super cool your home and be able to turn on all your uh, energy using cooking appliances uh, an hour earlier. That was a big thing when that happened about four years ago was just the extended daylight time. Well, it it could be moving back to seven. We'll know. uh, I think it's November 1st. They're set to finalize that or the second Monday. That would be Monday. So good to know. And and it'll be in time for next summer. Uh, They, Mm -hmm. they, Provide power to 60% of Arizona. Something interesting as well, a town in California north of Santa Rosa has restricted homeowners' water use. They've cut it back 40%. And one of the things that the town used for homeowners to monitor their water is a product called Flume. And you hook it up to your water, and it connects to your smartphone, and it will show you how much each faucet is using when it's using. So you can see and monitor your water use. Hmm. Uh, they also outlawed sprinklers. That was another way they cut a big water yeah. use for that town. <laughs> and it's called Flume? Flume, F-L-U-M-E. Mm-hmm. So for all of us water conscious out there that are working to save water, and if you've listened to this broadcast, you know I report often on water, water-saving advice uh, technology and new developments. But I stumbled across something we won't cover today working on doing more research, but it's called primary water, a concept that under the Earth's crust and the mantle, there's anywhere from one to three times the ocean volume underneath the Earth's surface wow. that you can access through fissures and that that could solve every water crisis instantly. Pretty interesting concept. So when I have some more research done on that, you can hear it here in our Open home hour, Rosie, on the house. One more segment right after this.
Tim, who is a first-time caller, who's called. We're going to take his call here in just a minute. We are here to become every Arizona homeowner's best friend. And the best thing you can do for any newcomer to Arizona or new homeowner is make sure they know about Rosie on the House. We're here to serve you, the Arizona homeowner. Why don't we go to Tom? Good morning, Tom. Good morning. Thank you for taking my phone call. Well, thank you for your patience, my man. What's your question, buddy? I have a question regarding flooring. Okay. Uh, We're going to replace our current tile flooring, probably a little over 1,000 square feet. Uh, Originally, what we were thinking of doing is tile planks. Uh, My wife and I... um, we want to get away from grout, so we've actually changed our mind. And too, also, I'd like to add that uh, ripping up the current tile, uh, we both work from home, would be a disaster. We would probably okay. have to leave or pay an exorbitant amount of money to have it removed and do it cleanly. Okay. So we were actually thinking about doing um, uh, tile, or, uh, excuse me, uh, hardwood planks or even vinyl plank okay. uh, floating on top of our current tile. I wanted to get your opinion on that. And are you, is this a project you're trying to do yourself? No, we actually have a contractor that uh, uh, would be doing that for us. Okay, good. Well, I would want who's ever going to install it to take a look at the condition of the existing tile. We want to make sure uh, there aren't any subsurface cracks that are telegraphing through the tile. If there are, we need to figure out why they're there and do they need to be addressed before we put anything over the top. We need to take a look at the undulations between the existing tile and the grout line. How much of the undulation could possibly transfer through to the surface of the vinyl? I would want to take a good hard look at that. Uh, We can lay vinyl over the top of several flooring products, but if it's got an uneven surface to it at all, just know in time that will transfer through to whatever you're putting on top of it. I can tell you this, that uh, in our remodeling company, we only use, uh, or or we prefer to use, a dust-free tile removal company. They charge us $2.75 a square foot. Uh, If you're interested, I can make arrangements for them to get in touch with you And I will have them perform the job at our contractor's cost, not retail value. That's going to save you about 30%. It really does remove all the tile with less than a tablespoon of dust for 1,000 square feet. It's an incredible process. Whatever contractor you've already selected to do the job You follow their recommendations, but you make sure they understand your expectations. You don't want to lay down a six, an eight, or a $10 square foot luxury vinyl tile wood plank, and then in two years, have it showing all the underlying grout undulations of the tile they laid over the top of. So proceed with your contractor. Make sure... They are licensed, bonded, and insured. And thank you for being a first-time listener. 
if you've got the licensed bonded contractor selected, they're the ones that are going to be responsible for your long-term happiness. Make sure they understand your expectations and make sure you're very clear with them about what you want. Mike's next on the line. Welcome to the program. How may we help you? Hey, Rosie. Quick question. So I'm in McCormick Ranch. Got one of those uh, all-brick houses built in the the mid-70s. And, um, you know, the problem, it seems like we've got really smelly drains. (laughs) I mean, I don't know why that is. It seems like about all of them, but especially in the bathrooms, it's just a real foul odor. And just wondering if you had any tips on what, what, you know, something I could do to maybe treat that. Does this have a peaked roof or is it a flat roof home? It's got a it's got a peak. It's got a to slope it. to it. Okay. That's called a ridge line. The top of that peak is a ridge line. Does that ridge line run north and south or east and west? So the ridge line then would go north and south. Okay. And on the uh north okay, so on the east side of the roof, are there any plumbing vents sticking out of the roof? You know what? I'm not at the house right now. I'll have to uh, check on that. Okay. The first, the first thing I would have you do is if you have any plumbing vents penetrating your roof on a sloped roof on the east side of the house or the north side of the house, I would tell you to go buy some ABS pipe, four-inch ABS pipe, and extend all your vents two feet higher than they currently are and see if the problem solves itself. That's that's a $10 solution if you feel comfortable climbing on a ladder and walking on your roof. It's a it's a $100 solution if you need to hire somebody to come do it. It takes all of about 15 minutes to take care of the whole problem. That very well may be all you need to do. You need to get the plumbing vent, the methane gas up high enough above the roof that it carries the odor away. If that's not the problem, Jennifer, what's the product? Uh, he's not on a septic system. He's on he's on sewer in McCormick Ranch. What's the product we use at home in our plumbing drains? BioClean. BioClean is an enzyme that actually eats the protein in your soil lines that are causing the stink. We have a 60-year-old home yeah. uh, that is that uses a septic tank, and we, we actually had to recently line our, our waste lines. Uh, we'll get the nose over to your house, sniff it out, take a look at the orientation of the home, take a look at the plumbing fixtures, uh, and give you some very distinct recommendations that'll be little to no cost. <laughs> 